Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. For those of you that this is your first time listening, a little about myself. My name is Coach Sean. I'm a mother, educator, and life purpose coach. So outside of me podcasting, I am also a teacher and a mother and a life coach. Um, I'm glad you guys decided to join and listen in. Um, welcome, welcome. All right. So how have things been for you guys since last week's episode? I know last week we talked about mental health and why that matters. And I really hope you guys got a lot of clarity on the importance of mental health, especially in the black community and are now taking your mental health uh, seriously. And if you are already on a, a mental health journey, like if you were in therapy or had a life coach or anything, I hope that's still going well and you are enjoying your journey to healing and becoming a better you. What's been going on for everyone this week? I know this week for me has been very busy. I have a job I've been working over the summer while school is out. And so um, I have like two weeks left at my summer job. And then I'm taking a few days off before it's back to school. So I'm in the process of shifting my brain back to school mode um, so that I can be refreshed and energized for my new students and also getting my son prepared for back to school. He is going to high school. So this is a huge step for him. I was telling him today, we went and um, took his, um, his high school ID picture. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm so excited. But at the same time, I'm so sad because he's my only baby. And so it's like, Bro, it's four years from being an adult. And I'm like, oh, I'm so not ready. Like, I'm ready, but I'm not ready. Like, that's my baby, y'all. He's going to get through high school and then go to college and all that good stuff. And then I'm going to be an empty nester. So, yeah. I was having thoughts of maybe having another baby, but I don't know, y'all. Like, my son is good and grown. So, for me to have another baby, that's, oh, I don't know. I don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is just like, girl, are you crazy? Like your baby is about to be up at the house and you about to have another one, like for real. But it's all good. It is what it is. But for this week's episode, I want to talk to you guys about denying someone access to you. All right. And so what it means to deny access, it means to refuse permission to something or so someone. So in this season of my life, I'm always taking note of the people I meet and the people I encounter. And I give everyone a grace period, like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, um, just like dating because friendships are relationships that require work. Um, and even if it's someone that I'm dating, they still get, you know, like a 30 day, 60 day, 90 day um, period where I'm really like, observing them and getting to know them and I know a lot of times it's really hard to learn someone in those first three months because they really don't start showing their true colors until you guys are well off into a relationship and just like friendships you really don't learn their true colors until you guys have been friends for like six seven months um to a year but I've really been taking note and in inventory of how people really are um just watching their actions and seeing how they treat themselves and how they treat their family members. If they see, if they have children, taking note of how they treat their children. Um, 
and then also taking note on how they make me feel and how they treat me as a person. To be honest, a lot of us have friendships um, and relationships that we should have been let go like months and years ago, but a lot of people still are not comfortable with being alone. A lot of people can't handle being by themselves. And I mean, it, it has its pros and its cons. Like when you're by yourself, like you really have all of the attention you can put on yourself. So like if you're working on a project, developing a business, or if you just want to become better at something in general, you know, if you're by yourself, that all that energy that you were putting into these people that are not for you, like you could put that energy into yourself and come out on top. But a lot of people are not comfortable with being alone, whether it be friendships or being in a relationship. And that is a lot of times where the do- the downfall comes in. You have to be comfortable with being alone. You have to be comfortable with knowing that you are your only friend right now or you are your your you know your best friend for right now. Because we don't want to continue to feed things that are really dead, giving it unnecessary energy. Like that's beating a dead horse, <laughs> talking to a brick wall, uh, if you want to say that. So in this season, I'm just noticing how people make me feel as a person, um, how they treat me, how they talk to me. Do they keep their word? And if they're not doing that, like if they're not giving me what I need as a friend, or if I don't feel like they can give me what I need in a relationship, like I deny that access quick. I cut them off. Um, no longer talk to them because at that point, there's nothing for us to talk about. A lot of times when you try to end a relationship with people, they'll try to manipulate you into still being there for them so that they can continue to be energy suckers um, and use you for what they can get out of you. But no, you have to cut them off completely because we don't want one-way relationships or one-way friendships where the energy isn't being reciprocated and the relationship or the friendship is all about the other person. You're not being served in this relationship or this friendship, so why do you care to keep it? You should have been doing what you should have done as a potential a potential um, person I could be in a relationship with or a potential friend, you should have done that when you had the chance. Now that I'm no longer involved with you or you're taking note of how I'm falling back from dealing with you, now you want to try to come around and be a better person. No, boo, you can keep that. Access denied because now you're displaying me how you can be a narcissist and how manipulative you are. And those are definitely not people I want to be friends with. So some of you may say, I don't know how to recognize when I should deny someone access to me or even why I should deny someone access to me. So when you should deny someone or people access to you, I tend to do it when the energy is off when I'm around them or when my vibe changes when I'm around them. Um, If I come around you and I can come around you and be in a good mood and you know, just be happy and cheerful and just ready to enjoy our time together. And you're like, woe is me. Or you just like, seems to be like a hater, like, oh, why you wear that? Or why you do your hair like that today? I I don't want to be around you because first of all, why are you picking on me? Why are you trying to downplay the way I look or the way I'm talking or the way I'm acting just because you're not confident within yourself? 
So when you're around someone, if your energy changes or you start to get like this gut feeling that like this isn't a good person for you or you shouldn't be around them. Nine times out of 10, it is time for you to cut your ties with that person. Um, also, when I notice when to deny people access to me is when I'm always doing things for them. They're always calling me, asking me, hey, girl, can you do this or can we do that? Or if going somewhere is your idea, they have a way to change it to make it to where it's all about them or it becomes their idea. Like if we can't agree and compromise on what we're going to do, then we're not going to do it at all. Or if we can't take turns like one week I pick the activity, the next week you pick the activity, then we're just not going to we're just not going to be friends. It's not going to work because we're not going to do everything that you want to do. And you're the only one being served in this relationship. That's not fair. And so why we should deny someone access to us, they bring us down. If you can't come around someone and share your good news with them and they're genuinely happy for you, those are not good people to be around. You want to be around people or be in relationships with people that are always rooting for you even if it's something they disagree with if it's not anything bad like you know you breaking the law or something <laughs> if it's something like they feel if you want to open a business and you say well i want to open up a bakery and they're like oh well you're not going to make any money opening a bakery you should open a convenience store or just something like that for an example it's not, that's not about them. That's not for them to decide. So if you can't go to them and say, hey girl, I'm gonna open up this bakery. Um, you know, this is that and the third. If you can't go to them and say that and they can't be genuinely happy for you, like girl, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy 10 cupcakes when you open or I'm gonna put in some orders or send me all your flyers. I'm gonna share it to my Instagrams or my Facebook. If they can't do that for you, then nine times out of 10, they're not for you and you should for sure cut off all access, all the access they have to you, you should just let it go. Um, if they have wishy-washy behaviors, if one second they want to be in your skin, you know, <laughs> or, you know, they just always want to be around you. And then the next moment they don't. Um, or if when you guys are alone, like if it's just you two together or hanging out, if they seem to be all about you, but then when other people come into the equation, they, they seem kind of standoffish towards you. That's called being fake and phony. And that is definitely someone that you should not want to be friends with because those type of people can hurt you. Those people will be praying for your downfall. They'll be smiling in your face, cheering you on. But best believe when you're not around, they're going to be talking trash about you, talking about, girl, she's trying to do this and that, and it's not going to work. Or just, you know, making fun of you in general. And at our big grown ages, no one should be acting like this. That is middle school. I'm not even going to say high school. That is middle school behavior. And so as a big grown adult, to be wishy-washy with people, that's very childish. So you definitely have to go. So that is another reason as to why you should deny someone access to you. And then if they're always negative, no, I don't want to be around you because that neg negative spirit, that is a very heavy spirit. And that spirit jumps really fast you can be on your good foot as far as your productivity um throughout life and meeting your goals and you hang around one negative person and they notice something that they feel can hinder you so they want to bring it out and see if you recognize it and then it's like that one bad seed spreads throughout the entire plant 
and then the plant dies. <laughs> I'm referencing a plant, guys. But I'm trying to get you guys to understand what I'm saying. Like that negative spirit is really bad and it is a real thing. I have been around people where it's like it's no matter what you tell them, they're always negative. They're always thinking about how it's a bad idea and how it's not going to work for you and how you should do other things. And because of that negative spirit and in the beginning, it can be really hard to see who's for you and who's not. That's why I'm really cautious on who I share things with, especially if I'm working on something. I typically don't really share it with a lot of people because they're going to pretend to be excited for you. They're going to pretend to be happy for you and that they are, you know, going to support it or whatever. But once, once you're close to reaching this goal, uh, whatever it is, they are going to be praying for your downfall. They're going to be hating in the background. They can be like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not paying all this money for her programs or I'm not paying all this money for her product. But you'll go to Target and spend 20 and 30 and 40 dollars on it from someone you don't know or you'll go to someone's website through instagram and you'll spend top dollar for their programs and you know and this is someone that you don't know so a lot of times people that claim to be your friend or be in your circle they don't want to see you succeed or if they do want to see you succeed they don't want to see you be better than them and to me that's being a negative person because why can't we all be friends and we can all win why does it have to be one person in the group that's like the main winner in the group. No. Anything that I know that can benefit benefit my friend's business and help them excel as, you know, women or whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish, like I'm going to tell them because I want to see them be great. Like if your prayers are being answered and I'm your friend and I'm connected to you, I know that God is right next door and that he's about to come to my house and bless my house. So why would I sit there and hate on you and block my blessing? Nothing good comes from that. Like I really despise those friendships and those relationships where it's like only one person can be the best. And I know a lot about this, but I'm not going to tell her everything I know because I don't want her to be better than me. No. No, 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 no. That is not the way to be. You got to look at it as if you're blessed and you're my friend, I'm going to be blessed also. And I mean, you shouldn't just say I'm going to do it because I know if you're being blessed, I'm going to be blessed. Like you should do it because like that's a good that's a good way to be. Like that's a supportive friend. Like that makes people want to be around you. That makes you be a great person. And a lot of people don't understand that. It's not all about what you the amount of help you give someone is all about what you can get out of them you should not have that mindset at all and if that's the mindset that you have you need to get some type of coaching or counseling to see why you have that jealous spirit or that selfish spirit to where the people in your circle you don't want them to be better than you for me like yes in a perfect world i would love to have this nice circle of friends a good four or five girlfriends or guys you know because i believe that women can be good friends with men also so i would love to have a core group of friends where we all come together and we share our expertise of other things as a matter of fact i do have a circle it's three of us and so we all have different 
um, businesses that we're doing. One is a fitness instructor and then one is a mental health advocate and then I'm a life coach. So we have like monthly check-ins where we go over each other's goals and then we come up with plans to help each other. We're like, okay, what is your plan to meet your goals for the month? Um, or what are your plans to meet your goals for the week? And so they share their, their goals. Well, we share our goals and our plans with each other. And then we offer each other advice. And it's like, well, any way I can help, rather it be helping you make flyers or rather it be posting your flyers to my social media accounts, let me know. These are the type of people I want to be around. I don't want to be around people that just, it's always you helping them and you're never getting a return. Those are called users and abusers. And no, we're not doing that. In 2023, we're not doing relationships with users and abusers. So we've discussed the wins and the whys to deny someone access to us. So let's discuss steps to denying someone access to us because it is not easy. For some, it may be easy, but for some, it may not be. I know for me in the beginning, I had a hard time kind of like ending relationships and friendships just because I was in that state where well you know if you stop talking to them like this is one of your closest friends you're not going to have anyone that you can talk to for real but I got used to that feeling of okay well if I got to be alone okay I'm not really alone because I have God I can talk to God I can go to him anytime he's always available (laughs) so um you just have to get used to and just be comfortable with hey you know, if I if I end this these relationships and I deny these people access to me, I'm potentially going to be alone for a season. And it is okay. It is okay to be alone and reevaluate yourself to first figure out why you keep attracting these type of people, these energy drainers, um, or these like selfish people that don't want to pour into others. They just want others to always pour into them. You have to reevaluate yourself. What is it about me that is attracting these people? Why is it that these people are clinging to me? Why am I not developing healthy relationships with others? So we're going to discuss steps to denying someone access to us. So number one, have a conversation with them. So for me, for starters, I always, you know, let someone know what they did to make me feel a certain type of way. Like if they offended me with and an answer they gave me or if they offended me with the way they spoke to me in front of someone else or the way they spoke to me in general i'll have a conversation with them if the time is not right to address it when it happens still go back to it and let them know hey when you said this or when you did this you made me feel this way and then just have a have a conversation give them a chance to you know listen hopefully they're listening for understanding and not just to respond because let's be real a lot of people don't listen to understand they just listen to respond so it's really important that they this is a person that is listening to understand um so have that conversation with them let them know what the issue is that you're having allow them a chance to respond they may not be ready to respond to you right away and that's okay as long as they acknowledge that they hear you and, you know, they let me give you, give me a moment to get back with you, whether it be 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, a few days, a few weeks, hopefully it doesn't take anybody a few weeks to get back with you. If you're having an issue with them, because if it's taking them weeks to get back with you, then for sure, 
<laughs> the access is going to be denied because you should not need that long to think about something um, to respond to like an issue I'm telling you we're having as friends. It should not take a few weeks. So I would say like a couple days or so, um, but have a conversation with them. Just be open and honest. Don't hold anything back. You know, make sure that you check your tone and your attitude when you come to them because your tone will set the tone for the conversation. So if you come at them frustrated and with an attitude, nine times out of 10, their response is going to be out of frustration and with an attitude. And then you guys are just going to have an argument. So have a conversation with them. Make sure that you are in a positive mindset. All right. And then, so after you have the conversation with them, I would say, give it time and see if anything changes. If nothing changes, then I will slowly start to step away. When you invite them, when they invite you out to things. Sometimes I would say, hey, I can't make it. Um, just if you, you know, if they ask you why and you don't want to say, I don't feel like being bothered with you right now. Just tell them, I'm, I'm busy. Even if you're just going to be at home watching Netflix and rubbing your feet together, eating popcorn. <laughs> you know, I'm busy. And just leave it at that because sometimes you you know, you can't tell people the real reason why you don't want to come. Like, because that's going to turn into what? An argument. Unless it is someone who is mentally mature and that they can handle the truth. Um, so you can slowly step away. I have done this. I have, you know, digressed how often I talk to someone or how often I'm around them. Um, and then eventually I wasn't around them and we didn't talk at all. And the friendship was over. And it's kind of like, if I have a conversation with you and you're not trying to correct the the situation, especially if we compromise on ways to make it better and you're still just like, oh, whatever, she's still going to be my friend. No, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. I'm going to start to step away and then you're going to realize I don't come around anymore. I don't call you anymore. And then you're going to reflect on that conversation I had with you. And you're going to say, oh, well, this is what happened. Or maybe not. If it's someone who really doesn't care, they're just going to be like, oh, okay, whatever. That's over. Um, so, yeah. And then number three, I really don't like this one. <laughs> but uh, you can ghost them. I mean, because as adults, if people are not serving us a purpose, if we're not you know, if we feel like we're not getting anything out of the relationship, everything is one-sided, you can't just be like, I'm done. Not respond to text messages, not re respond to phone calls, just not deal with the person at all. For me, I feel like this isn't the most mature way to handle cutting it off with someone, whether it be a relationship, um, like someone you're dating or a friendship relationship. I don't think that's the very mature way to do it. I feel like everyone deserves to know why you don't want to be bothered with them. And so that would go back to step one, having that conversation. Um, and so, but yeah, I've, I mean, and this stems from me being ghosted in the past. I'm not going to lie. I feel like everybody's been ghosted a time or two in their life. And then it, it left me feeling empty. It left me feeling like, well, dang, what did I do? What was I, you know, I felt like we were good friends and they never said anything about like, they didn't like how I acted or something I said or something I did. We never had a conversation about it. So what is it about me? Like, why did they do this? Um, and so that's really why I don't like ghosting, but it is an option. 
But all in all, always make sure you're doing what feels right to your spirit and what is right for you in the moment of your life. And I feel like I've said this in my first two episodes (laughs) and I'm saying it again in my third one. Make sure you are always, 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 always putting yourself first. Your mental health is what matters. Like you are your top priority because if you're not well, your family isn't going to be well. You have people that are dependent on you and you don't want to let stuff like this, you dealing with people that are not for you or that are not good for you. You don't want to let that affect you and drain you and empty your cup. And then you don't have anything to pour into anyone else who is really for you and you don't have anything to pour into yourself. So always, always, always put yourself first and make sure that you're doing what's right for you at all times. We can't always consider the other person's feelings when we're doing things. You have to just consider your feelings and keep it moving. And that is okay because that is a part of self-care. I'm not a fan of dragging on relationships that do not serve you because for what? How they say it? For why? But for why? It's purposeless. You're just going to be creating trauma for yourself. And it's trauma that you really don't have to expose yourself to. Like, you know, just deny that access, cut them off and be done with it. If you're someone who struggles to create meaningful relationships with yourself or with others, I want you to head to my website at www.SeanReneeConsulting.com and check out my Change the Narrative program. It is a 10-week program, and what we do is we figure out what person you are at the current state of your life, and then we start to figure out who you want to become, and we dissect who you are, and we change those negative um, self thoughts and those negative behaviors, and we turn them into positive things. And then we also come up with a plan to help you create a better version of yourself to help you reach your goals, whether it be a business goal, a personal goal. We help you figure out who it is that you are and who you want to become. And we stick with you step by step throughout the entire program. So this is a 10-week program, and you can check it out at www.SeanReneeConsulting.com. It's called the Changing the Narrative Program. You can go up there, read some information about it on the website, and then you can set up a free consultation where we can talk one-on-one and discuss personally a little deeper, you know, how you're feeling about yourself and why you really want to make this mindset change. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mindful Moments with Coach Sean. Do us a favor and leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Also, head to www.SeanReneeConsulting.com and download your free episode worksheet. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. Peace.